This is a podcast. This is an audio. You are listening to a podcast. Welcome. Are you okay? To a podcast. You sound like mentally deficient. I have been affected. <laughs> are you going to be robot break the whole time? No, I'm just informing our audience that they are listening to an audio medium. Uh, which is our podcast. I think you're trying to do an Bam Bam intro where they talk about cool babies for watching their show, even though it's not recommended for babies. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying this is a podcast. I guess. And it begins <laughs> now. Does it? Well, in a little bit. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to Netflix and Chill, now in our 12th uh, um, um, experiment in <laughs> punishing our audience. Uh, my name is Franklin Baines. And I'm Caitlin Parker. And we are here to tell you about the latest and greatest that we just watched on Netflix or whatever. I will say my throat is a little sore today. Mm. And I'm a, I'm a little sleepy. Like, I don't know. speak to that? I'm just like I'm very groggy and like not in a good mood, but it's whatever. Let's do this. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we... I don't think yelling when your throat hurts is healthy, but whatever. You have a lacrosse, so you're content with that. Um, I. It's actually called lacroix. And lacroix. No, 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 no. You're saying it how it's spelled, but it's called lacroix. I know. Because it's French. It's not French. It's bubble water. It's French bubble water. <laughs> By the way, oh my god. Look, I never read this before, yeah. but I love this. It says zero calorie, zero sweet, sweetener, zero sodium equals innocent. Pro bono promo where we sell bubble water. It's bubble innocent. Bubble water. <laughs> To be clear. Why are they saying it's innocent? Like you're guilty if you drink soda? You're guilty, you soda drinker. You sugar person. You, sh- you drank the sweet water. I declare you guilty. Not me. I'm innocent. <laughs> if I ever, oh my God, if I ever went to court, I want to bring a LaCroix with me and give it to the judge and be like, you see what it says on there? I'm innocent. I'm innocent. <laughs> you go in there cranking Even the, if I'm guilty of whatever in, it is. You go in there with <laughs> your bubble water cranking Britney Spears and they'll be like, there's too much going for her right now. Um, <laughs> this, uh, welcome back. Uh, to this week we watched uh, Pocahontas. For yes! our Disney date night. Oh my god, Disney um, date night was so cute, guys. Okay, <laughs> so let me talk about our meal. We had Indian fry bread, which is actually a Native American dish. And actually, I've never fried bread before. So it was a real engaging experience for both me and Frank, who have never fried bread. But I think we did a good job. I think they came out very golden, very cute. And we made um, turkey tacos, because turkey is healthier than red meat. <laughs> 
Um, not that we're vegan or anything like that. It's Turkey is not vegan? Well, whatever. For one? We're not vegetarian. <laughs> oh, would that not be vegetarian either because it's meat? I don't know. Yeah. Turkey's no. the healthy okay. meat. Do we need to go it's over the, the spectrum? I guess so. There's pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan. Because, like, well, pescatarians, pescatarians only eat fish, fish, but no meat. Vegetarians don't eat meat, but they but eat they... vegetables. No, vegetarians don't eat meat. Yes, they do. They eat vegetables, freak. Vegetarians don't eat meat, but they do eat animal byproducts, such as eggs, gelatin, uh, 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 milk. Yeah. Vegans don't drink milk, at least cow milk, really almond milk. Yeah, vegans are like the supreme being. <laughs> Pretty much. Just but, like in, uh, what's that, Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, they the they, they, they don't eat gelatin, so no jello. They don't eat anything fun. They don't eat butter. They don't eat fun things. Basically, anything we take from animals, they don't they don't consume. They are all about the olive oil, for their fat. But um, this comes from olives. <laughs> we have gotten a little sidetracked, so sorry. About that. Anyways, I just had to make Indian sure fried bread with turkey tacos. Um. <laughs> And we used we used Taco Bell taco meat taco mix seasoning. Taco Bell taco talk. And Taco Bell mild hot sauce. You can buy a whole bottle of that stuff. And it comes up really fast. Even though I really like the hot sauce, hot sauce. Which, by the way, did I? I haven't told the listeners. I feel like I've told Frank this story. Tell me. But one time I went to Taco Bell <laughs> late at night. Okay. And I guess the guy was new. <laughs> so he was like, do you want any sauce? I said, yes, hot sauce. But he was like, well, what kind of hot sauce? <laughs> and I was like, hot sauce? Because it's called hot. That's what it's called. Like, I, I can't love, be any more clear. <laughs> I, I, I know you've told me this story because I, I know that we've had this conversation before. But, like, um, <laughs> Caitlin has this thing where, like, when we go to Taco Bell and we're in the, the drive through line, she'll say, the hot sauce that says hot most of the time yes. because she was so traumatized by this experience this Abbott and Costello I don't want to argue with people in fast food because <laughs> they will spit in your food I don't trust these people and so well and they're overworked for minimum wage which exactly. is why we don't have any of them like anymore. I don't want to get into a huge um, fight I was just <laughs> that fight ended up being I was just like you know what just put whatever sauce you can put in there I was just like give me the whole spectrum and then I got some hot sauce. And then while he was putting the hot sauce in, he was like, oh, it's called hot. Like, he had an epiphany throughout the discussion we had. And I was just like, yeah. They really Learn need... your business. Okay, low-key, low they do need to come up with a name for that sauce. And it, it might... It'll honestly be like the Catholic version of when they stop saying it also with you. Because yeah. people will, will go up and say, well, we want hot sauce, like like we have done. Uh-huh. And they'll have to be told, no, that's called uh, fucking llama sauce or whatever the <laughs> fuck they go with. Um, I guess there's fire, Diablo, so hot sauce would be like, I don't know, fucking ember sauce. Um, but just go with ember sauce, and then you got mild ember, hot. No, <laughs> not hot, not hot. We're replacing hot. Yeah. Um, and then they would know because like mild is technically hot sauce, but it's gross. Um, cool. And we also <laughs> made succotash, 
which if you've never made succotash before, it's actually really good. Um, it's got lima beans in it, which was a big debate yeah. for both my mom and Frank. Y'all both had some issues. I, I have reservations about lima beans, which are... First off, I just want to say I've never had lima beans in my life. And the reason I never had lima beans is because my mom doesn't like lima beans. So I was really nervous when Frank was like, this would be great if it didn't have lima beans in it or the sage was cut up more, whatever. That was, I don't know. That was on me. But... but. <laughs> <laughs> and I taste it. Lima beans taste like peas. So... It was actually really good. I was really pleasantly surprised. Um, it had corn, red pepper, jalapeno. It was like a spicy corn. It was really good. So um, to all the lima beans haters out there, <laughs> I hope you're not like my mom, where you love where you love peas, but you hate lima beans. Oh. It's the same flavor texture. Yeah, see, I, I don't love I don't love peas either. It's probably the yeah. That's fine. I get yeah. it, Frank. I get it for you. For you, you're special. It makes sense. It's like people who say I hate milk, but I love ice cream. It's frozen milk. <laughs> that's what it is. It's I've never met been... someone who hates milk who wasn't like a vegan. So, but my cousin, she would drink milk, but she would not eat ice cream. I'm like, it's oh the same thing. It just having hating milk as like a, a, a personality choice yeah. feels like our tub discussion of people yes. who love tubs and hate milk. Like <laughs> you don't have you don't have a personality is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I will just say, here's the reason why I, I hate lima beans. One, the texture. Two, the big. They're big and texture are gross. And then they taste like peas, so that doesn't help anything. So well, it's just a it big, it's just big and texture and gross. I ate all of um, it. And I was like, another green food to add to my green food. Because I need to eat more green food because I'm like a little bit anemic. Like just a little bit. You know, I don't, I mean, I get tired. So like the more green foods you eat, the more, you know, your anemia goes away. It's sad. It's a sad thing. Um. But, yeah, I was happy to add another green food that I could eat that Frank couldn't eat. And I was like, I'm just going to give him lima beans every day. <laughs> I might just, like, save, like, a package in there. And then, like, when you do something really hateful to me, I'll just start making it. <laughs> and I'll be, and you'll be like, what's for dinner? And I'll just be like, lima beans. Because I'll eat it. And that's how I'll know. <laughs> that's how you'll know we're in a fight. <laughs> um... And then Caitlin also made shortbread cookies. Yes, uh, which represent. I did it wrong, and I'm so sad. But they're still good. Yeah. Um, Basically, they represent the crackers that Miko eats. Yeah, so... In the movie. English people call cookies biscuits. And so he was giving him little biscuits, which were actually shortbread cookies. And they were actually really good. Um, you're supposed to use powdered sugar, just for a heads up. I used regular <laughs> sugar, like... <laughs> Like the regular person I am, <laughs> so yeah. But it was it was a good meal. It was a good movie. I love Pocahontas. It is so racist. It's ridiculous. Like I feel like if you showed a Gen Zer Pocahontas, they wouldn't understand it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, on top of being like, so here's one thing. Um, I definitely was like. Uh, Okay, this is weird the whole time, just because I hadn't watched Pocahontas in a while, and yeah, it's, it's really weird. 
But like looking at, looking into it after the fact, I found out there's actually a really great um, video essay about Pocahontas from Lindsay Ellis on YouTube that I watched. Um, I've seen it before, but I hadn't watched it in a while either. Um, apparently, the guy who plays Pocahontas, um, Pocahontas' dad in the movie, uh-huh. um, was actually in the American Indian um, like civil rights group. I feel like he would be. What? I felt like he was a real Indian. Yeah, no, I mean, there, there are real Indians, but, like, him specifically was, like, an activist in, like, the, cool. the like, movement of, like, let's get rights. And he said that uh, for him, like, the movie did a lot of good because he was saying, like... I do um, think it did a lot of good. I think it's just hard to watch now. Yeah. And I think it would yeah. be hard for, like, our kids to grasp the concept because I feel... I feel like while there are still, like, racial issues, I do think that we've come a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. we've, we've made progress. We're yeah. starting to acknowledge things a lot more yeah. that we didn't acknowledge back then. And I'm really glad that they're coming to the forefront and people are acknowledging it. Yeah, because he was saying, actually, that, like, it was the first movie, and I think this is... It's, because there was, like, a big reckoning with, with um, Native Americans... Um, in the early 90s, there was Dances with Wolves and a lot of that. Um, and he was saying that, like, it was the first movie in the popular media, like, the first big thing that recognized that there were white people who did bad things um, on, Which like, a I massive scale. Which I think is really, really um, good. Yeah. Because, you know, we're not all good people. <laughs> and the people who were coming over to America weren't good people in general. Yeah. Like... They were kind of poor. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's who it was. It was like the poor criminals that they didn't want in England anymore mm-hmm. got a first class pass, which I wouldn't even call it first class because they had to work on the boat. <laughs> and get tossed off, which is what happens to Christian Bale's character. In this <laughs> one. Um, so yeah, Pocahontas has Mel Gibson, Christian Bale. Um, oh, I will say this though. <laughs> I did see a TikTok and they actually... And she was doing top 12 princes, like Disney princes. And she did put John Smith as the as the worst one. And I could not That's agree great. more. <laughs> I could not agree more. That guy was yeah. an asshole. Yeah. And he's an asshole in the second film, too. Like, we didn't watch Pocahontas 2. We just watched the first one. But, like, I've seen the second one. And he, she doesn't end up with him. Like, she, he's really... He's really just one of those guys that's like, hey, I'm here. He's kind of like the fuck boy you call <laughs> at like 3 a.m. for a good time, you know? <laughs> John Smith, the booty call of Disney legend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he really is. It, it's true, though. Like, like the movie has the two, like, boringest main characters of just about but any But it has the Disney best film. songs, man. It's okay. Uh, um, no, I was jamming out. Yeah, she was. I was jamming out. Just Around the River Bend is a classic. Colors of the Wind, even more classic. Like, ugh, I love that. I love those two songs. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Schwartz. And I even um, love the War song, even though that's kind of, like, brutal. Like, I never realized, like, when you're a kid, mm-hmm. you don't realize how mean you are. <laughs> singing the savages song oh it's bad and, and it's also bad because it fits into like where i was you know where i was hinting at it was like really kind of good for the time um and where we were talking about like bad for now yeah. is like 
the, the whole idea that like the movie has at its core that both sides are kind of the bad guys. I really that, like, like that they, they were both like fighting sing it. I, oh, I think that weird. was a good call for <laughs> the know. Indians to call the white people savages <laughs> and for the white people to call the Indians savages. I mean, I don't think that's like how we should do things where we both call each other bad. But like, I think it was a good call to keep it for the future, I guess, because you know, if it was just the white people saying they were savages, then that would just have been harsh. I don't know. I, I think it would have been hard to hear. It, it fits into this idea that like the white people were defending themselves occasionally because you know the natives were unduly like aggressive. I don't know. I, don't know. I think but, they just um, didn't want people bothering them. Which you know, with COVID, we can all see that people bother us. Yeah, we have definitely uh, been defended in our antisocial behaviors over the past year. Yeah, uh, it's going to be really hard to spatially <laughs> distance now because the vaccine's out and stuff. Everyone's yeah. going to be want to come close. <laughs> yes, the idea that like now you can get really close to people, it's like I still like my personal space. There are still... <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, no, that's that's Pocahontas. We are watching um, Coco next week. Yes, we're gonna watch all the Pixar movies. We're doing as well. Coco. Uh, so we did pick Planes, but Frank has a very I have a veto on movies that are bad, and that movie is a dollar store we'll version stay, of Cars. Well, it's still in the running. We're just not gonna do it next week. But I'm really excited for Coco because I I can make Mexican food like none other. So. <laughs> I feel like Tex-Mex is my wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. So I'm pulling out all the big stops. Enchiladas, queso, guac, fresh salsa verde from scratch, and sopapillas. I've never made sopapillas, but I'm really excited to try it. I was going to do churros, but then I was like, I don't want to buy a nozzle. <laughs> so... But I'm, re I'm really excited for it, guys. I'm really excited for the food, and I'm really excited for the show, because I really love Coco. It makes me cry every time. Speaking of more kitchen appliances, this week we also watched Hoarders. Yeah! Um, <laughs> um, so, I, okay, you want to intro? So, with Hoarders, I've been an avid watcher. Um, I, I told Frank about it. Frank wasn't very interested in it at first. But then he got interested in it because of all the tea that happens in these <laughs> in these shows. Um, but basically, the reason why I like to watch Hoarders is because sometimes my house will get a little out of control. And I feel like Hoarders puts a lot of things in perspective for me. It's like, Caitlin, clean your house or it's going to look like this. And then people are going to come take your stuff and then your house will be condemned. And then, you know, you're living in black mold, which rots your brain, and you're just going to die under trash. <laughs> like, it really does instill fears in me enough to clean the house, or at least to organize it a little bit so that it's not so cray-cray. Yeah. It's, I, 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 I've known about the show. It's a very, I mean, zeitgeist show. A lot of, everybody knows about it. Mm -hmm. um, I just knew it existed, but never really watched it actively. Um, and then it came on Netflix, uh, the eleventh season, I guess, mm -hmm. which might be the most recent 
um, non-currently airing season. Yeah, it's um, from 2019. Yeah, so... I did um, the math because they started saying the years. Yeah, yeah, that was that was what I was actively doing, too, because they had different, like, 2015 was four years ago or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that kind of helped a little bit uh, for, you know, I could, I could do basic math. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, there's just, like... I didn't realize how bad some of these houses were, I guess. Like, where, like, I don't know. That moment where this dude pulls out, like, a dead rat carcass, which has basically just become a skeleton. I was just... Which you find in almost every episode. Shaken. There's rats just about every episode. Uh, roaches this last one the had most a lot of roaches. Yeah. yeah. Which definitely feeds into our <laughs> experiences with... Texas uh, student housing. Um. I will say, ever since we threw... Not in this house, but... <laughs> well, I will say, okay, so I noticed that there were, like, gnats in our house. And I was mm. like, where are these gnats coming from? Why are there gnats in the house? And I realized there was a McDonald's bag that was hiding <laughs> under our table. And I was like, I bet they're coming from there. I bet the potatoes of the french fries we had went bad and now there's gnats in the bag i did not i will say that mcdonald's bag. i will say once frank threw away the mcdonald's bag there has been great improvement because i haven't seen a gnat <laughs> flying around i was like we solved the case do you <laughs> really want to give everyone this tea yes okay um, well actually okay so i do have an even worse story so the reason why i know potatoes make gnats is because one time, like, back in the day when I was, like, 23, um, and I was living uh, with Helen and Cheryl, my roommates, who were boss. Anyways, I bought a bag Hi, of potatoes. Hi, Helen Cheryl. <laughs> I bought a bag of potatoes, and I stuck it mm. under the sink, and we kept getting these bugs, and we're just like, where are these bugs coming oh, no. from? It just makes no sense. And oh, I think no. it was, like, I was trying to clean up because I was about to move out. And, like, we've always had these little bugs no matter what we did. Oh, my God. And, or I was trying to clean up because it was, like, the end of the semester. And I pulled out this bag of rotten potatoes. Oh, my God. And flies were all filled in the bag, dude. Like, the whole bag was just, like, little gnats going, like, swarming around. It's crazy. Oh, my God. And that's how I know potatoes make gnats. Wow. And so I threw that out, and the flies went away. It's, you know it's what? It's crazy how one bad food can ruin the house. Self-care, positivity um, <laughs> are good things. That's kind of what that shows you. Um, no, I, I think um, we definitely, I mean, apropos, apropos of this, we definitely have been like Granted, working on we found McDonald's bag faster than we found that potato bag yeah so but apropos of the show we we definitely have been like working on improving our space and i think that definitely has oh yeah our, uh, it's helpful with and, meal prepping yeah and it, it's been fun we've definitely been doing more meal prep the last week and a half um yeah. than we were which is good um we're making some carnitas right now yes uh which are bomb caitlin found a great dry rub uh recipe mm-hmm. um that is making this beef just 
Perfect. Um, so basically, I've been doing slow cooker meals because I feel like yeah. slow cooker is just so simple. Like you literally just throw it in the pot, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm about. I'm about easy one pot stock. Like for Disney dates, I feel like I do multiple pots. And I do, like, extensive cooking, so it's like I get that creativity out there. But, like, honestly, I can only do one meal like that. I can't do everything like that. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Do we want to talk more about hoarders? I feel like there's a lot to talk about with this. So, basically, (laughs) we try to figure out the trauma that caused them to become hoarders. Because I feel like you don't just become a hoarder. I feel like something has to happen in your life in order to be a hoarder unless you grew up with hoarding so um and i think this kind of hits home for both of us because we both come from families that were hoarders or like a little bit hoarderish i would say my family is not necessarily a hoarder but like it's hard to organize harder to organize which is kind of well my family is a bunch of hoarders (laughs) and so i'm i'm they're doing better now they're doing better now that it's like I think it's because my dad's retired, so he needs stuff to do. So all the hoarding he's done is just giving him projects to do um, in his retirement. So, but yeah, so like the first lady we had, I think it was more about her not being welcomed into the family was her trauma. Her name was Carol. Basically, okay, so here's the tea with Carol. So Carol was best friends with this couple, B and Dave and um, B had bipolar disorder and depression and basically committed suicide literally a year and a half Carol and Dave got married um, this house was pretty much decorated by B B kind of kept it in order um, you know it was a really welcoming home until Carol stepped in <laughs> And I will say it, I was like, oh my god, that is so twisted. Yeah, the timeline on that one never Be careful gets fully, who your friends The your timeline husbands, on that one never fully gets Be careful who your husband's is, friends are yeah. because oh my god. For it to be a year and a half, that's like all it took for him to like be like, Yeah, Carol, let's hook it up. <laughs> that just felt so wrong to me. I th- I find it really funny on the show there is a lot of like um specific people and specific incidents drive this entire problem yeah and um just from the people that are in the house before it gets messed up and then exit the situation because it becomes unlivable Mm -hmm. or uncomfortable um and then come back and see it i find that transformation like really crazy Um, i really i love the work that they do in four days and i love that hoarders always wants to make it feel like it's a happy ending but then they oh always have these God. text screens at the end oh that God. show you it's not a happy ending. Which is almost the part that I love the most about the show. It's, it's like the a, best. It's like every episode is an hour and a half long setup for the best punchline of just like... And I'm always waiting for that one to find and be like, oh yeah, they fixed it. Yay. But um, I think the best one was probably the guy... With his wife. Which one? The one that had Parkinson's. Yeah. I think he had the best ending so far of everyone we've seen. Um, 
Well, this past one was pretty good too, except for all the structural damage. Oh my god! And, and you know what? I literally was saying to Caitlin because uh, what was what was the lady's name? It was uh, Flora. Flora. Um, they were commenting several times about how um, she she was going really fast with the organization because like the big problem with her was that she she did the the, the churning is what they called it where yeah. they, she would move stuff from one room to another she would try to clean up but she just had too many too many things that she was like she wasn't saving really for people out. Yeah. she was uh, taking care of other people so she was trying to like do all these things and so um, they came up with this strategy where they would bring her stuff. And she would organize it. And she started organizing really well. So they called her Hurricane Flora. And I kept commenting because, like, the environment seemed... They said it was in Alabama. And I don't know exactly where in Alabama. They said the city name, but I never looked it up. But I was like, that looks kind of like fucking coastal Alabama. So maybe it's kind of weird to call her Hurricane Flora. And then it comes to the end of it. And the text says, a storm knocked or revealed... Excessive structural <laughs> damage, and I realized that like she has probably gone through and like fourteen hurricanes in her life that have been significant, yeah. and and <laughs> they called her Hurricane Flora, which is like the worst. So like, not only that, so basically oh, they have man. to fix the structural stuff <laughs> before they can fix the mold problem. So she yeah. still has black mold in yes. her house. Yeah. Which is really sad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's really what happened. Like, they cleaned it up. They made it look nice. They got rid of the roaches, which, oh, my God, I've never seen mm-hmm. so many roaches in a house Which before. is saying something. It was so gross. <laughs> I had a roach fall on my foot once at Ben's <laughs> old apartment, and that was... <laughs> I, it gave oh. me flashbacks to Oh, that. my God. Because there were so many roaches we had to kill in that roach... That- Apartment. Fucking apartment. And, and like, it was clear that it was coming out of the wall that it was, like, a pre-existing condition. Well, like, I think they were getting in because there was, there like was a, a hole, hole in the wall. But yeah. Also, under like, the cabinet. I there feel was a like, hole. I feel like that was in the building that your apartment was in. Yeah. Um, it was gross. I'm glad we're out of there. God. Um, Good God. I couldn't live with all those cockroaches. I'm sorry. I'm um, amazed that, like, the entire time that you were in there, you had several fixes about, like, there's brooches. And every time their answer was, spray some raid. Or, like, we... Flush it down the toilet. Oh, my God. That was the one where, like, you were complaining about there were being dead brooches that would pop out on the floor. And they said, just put it on some t- paper and put it down the toilet. They're like, well, we already came out and sprayed, so... And it's just like... They're gonna die. Don't you want your apartment building to be nicer? Like they, I was surprised that they never tented your yeah building for all it was. Yeah. Um. Because uh, man, um, Texas state housing can go eat it. So the second one. So <laughs> after Carol with her, you know, weird situation, the second one was there was with, that oh that terrifying nightmare house where people were climbing on shit yeah. just to get in the door. So you had to climb and five feet up, go she, on your belly like a snake, oh. shimmy through on top of shit yeah, to get through this tiny little hole. And so that lady, the problem with her was she had a neighbor who stole her possessions. Her jewelry or something. Yeah. Like she let she her in all her, her house. And apparently just like, yeah. And so all the, all the stuff she kept was to like 
she said defend that she was, herself. Yeah, she was using... Which makes sense. You know, like, having a fear of someone stealing your stuff, I get why you build a wall of trash. Pause. <laughs> pause, 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 pause. You can say you understand the reasoning just as, like, an empathetic human being. But it doesn't make sense. Let's be real here. <laughs> Well, she couldn't afford um, a security system, so I got it. Like, I understood. You but know, there are measures that aren't... Sorry. There are measures that aren't, like, putting pizza boxes up. Like, if you have the money to afford pizza... I'm shocked that, much, that her that many son pizza boxes, lived like that. Yes. That, too. That's so weird. So, the, the problem with that one was there was a codependent situation with her and her son. And they ended up with, in. like, beds together at the end of it. Yeah, because they literally Ew. couldn't get into Ew. the other rooms. Um, and th- that's the thing I also like about the show is that they leave with things that are ne- still in need of being fixed. Because the, the understanding is, like, in order for this to be ultimately fixed, it's got to be an ongoing thing that they have to resolve in themselves. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the problem with a lot of reality shows is like they go in and they do all the shit but and then she they never hated her like daughter. acknowledge yeah with that second that was so hard one. to watch like she and her brother her mom and her brother were basically like verbally abusing her on camera and, and I was implied just like physical and she abuse. was just like all I've ever done was love them and I'm just like obviously they don't love you so yeah. just Stop. There was implied Just... physical abuse on that one too, where like he he was the brother was like putting his hand on the brother sister's shoulder, and the counselor or whatever was getting involved, like hey, don't hands to yourself, and she was like, I'm used to it at this point, and it's like, oh, that says a lot right there. There's so, <laughs> so much tea with um, that family. They were crazy, mm. but basically they cleaned their house and their basement flooded, and so they yes. couldn't get a new toilet. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, they couldn't put a new toilet in. And then she started hoarding again to uh, block up the basement. Which I was like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. You know, buy new shit and get it all water damaged. That makes perfect sense to me as a person. That's uh, the thing that just oh hurts about every episode. But it hurts in that good way where it's like, you know how drama just makes you feel good? That's what this show is about. It's the third just... one was a lady who was... <laughs> Who was like abused? She was abused in her relationship with her father, and she was also abused with her husband's. And just recreated the situation over and over again. Yeah, and um, she was more of an alcoholic, and <laughs> and then like it was like she. They, I just love that at the end they made it seem like the family was coming together. Yeah. They were going to be yeah. this big happy family. He was forgiving now. her. He gave the everybody deed back. was being happy. Um, cause like, so th- her third husband who leaves and doesn't get divorced, so he's, they're still married, I think by the end of the show. I think um, they get divorced at the end. Maybe. Well, not, not in the show, but it might be in the end. Cause text. that's why he gave her the um, house. <laughs> he basically. I think yeah. he gave her the house cause he realized there was no freaking value for there was, it. Well, yeah. But that's was, what I really think. So basically the husband and the wife, um, the third husband and the wife. Um, own like this old motel like rundown motel oh yeah and like the whole motel property she also hoarded like like every single room and there was one room where she like lost the key to it and so she didn't think they were gonna be able to get in and like when they got into that property I was like so worried (laughs) and he like kicks the door in 
Um, I'm sure it was locked. Like I'm sure. Like I don't think it was. I think he just twisted the knob and opened it. I. That's what I like saw. He kicked it. Uh, That's or, what like, I saw. Pressed I on didn't, it. Maybe he pressed on it. I. It, it might have just been that she never tried to do tried to open it, but like. I was so shook when they were like, this door has not been unlocked in 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> and there was going to be fucking ghosts of it's dog crazy. poop. Um, and there wasn't been a dog here in 30 years. I think the Parkinson's one was the saddest uh, one. Are we going to go through every episode? Well, <laughs> At this yeah. point, I guess so. Well, I just, I just wanted to talk um, about him. I think he's the only one we haven't talked about. That's true. Of the six episodes um, we've watched. That one was the hardest in in some respects because like the the the, the dude who is a hoarder he, he was trying to take care of his wife who has Parkinson's. Basically, um, he moved across country and he did say he moved from a bigger house mm-hmm. into a smaller house. So if you are moving from a bigger place <laughs> into a smaller place, downsize. Realize downsize, downsize, downsize. Um, um, and then I think the <laughs> second thing that was his problem besides that was he had a ton of retirement projects for him, and then he realized he didn't want to do it. Let's be it. clear on, on on what he had. He had he had train sets old undiagnosed ADHD because he was he a project started starter and not a project and he showed off all his trains that he had to paint in order to sell the entire project he had 25 of, feet of cinder block the entire oh my god the entire project <laughs> of him moving from Pittsburgh to California in old food trucks and then selling the food trucks to make the money back for the move is an ADHD project. That's what that is. Because you don't fucking, like... He's a dreamer. There are pod... Like, I understand, like, the moving situation is not the same now as what may have been when he moved. Yeah. But, like, there are pods that would be, like... Sure, they'd be, like, $1,000 to move across country. But that'd be way cheaper than... Because he put in, like, a million dollars. To move across country. Yeah, he spent like five, at least um, half a million dollars on projects that he was never going to complete. And, he had large yeah. amount of lumber. He had all these cinder blocks. I don't know if he thought he was going to build a house or something, but mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, Hoarders is fun. It's a great show. <laughs> it's on Netflix for season 11. If you want to watch Hulu. the earlier ones, I think you can get those on Hulu. For the other ones. Yeah. Um, it's a good show. We're probably going to hop Pocahontas over Pocahontas is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Caitlin was saying some Disney Plus stuff is on Netflix still. I think some stuff is. I just, I don't know which ones are. Well, maybe. I don't don't know. know. We'll look it up. We'll look it up after. Okay. It's not a thing right right now. Okay. Um, It's so funny to like, uh, because they don't know what we're doing while we record. We could be doing anything right now. Um, I kind (laughs) of like this. be fucking right now. I'm I'm a loud streamer. Um, (laughs) But. No, I kind of like this kind of new quasi-format we're doing right in this episode, I feel like, um, mm-hmm. talking about our experiences while, while watching. I don't yeah. know. Um, are you ready for our, our little end-off segment? Yeah. Okay. Relationship Reddit, where we answer your questions and you, that you didn't ask us. Give bad advice. Um, or so good advice. I think our advice is decent. Your advice is good. I usually just make fun of the people. Um, <laughs> that sounded so, like, I don't know. What? Like, the way your voice just sounded there. It was so, 
<laughs> like you do it, but you know me, I just <laughs> make fun of people. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. That's, that's it has that tone. Has worked. That tone of like, well, whatever you do, I I do it better. So. <laughs> no, I mean the opposite. You do actually give good advice. I'm oh, saying. Thank you, babe. Because um, you're actually earnestly trying to be like Dr. Phil over here. I am. Well, not Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil is shit. Oh yeah. Fuck Dr. Phil. You're I'm like. You're, yeah. Well, I would like to be Oprah. No one can be Oprah. But Oprah, Oprah has never apologized for finding Dr. Phil. Like, let's see. Oprah's pretty, um, like, spot on with what she said. But I'm saying she was the one who found Dr. Phil and has never apologized for that. Well, um, she shouldn't. She should. It's Dr. Not, Phil sucks shit. It's and not she her found problem. Him. It's not her fault. Okay, whatever. Um, sorry, Dr. Phil, if you're listening. people discover things doesn't mean that um, they apologize for it. We discovered this beautiful shortbread recipe. I'm not going to apologize for the bad sugar Well, it's mix good. Up. It's good. <laughs> They're good. Like, okay, they look kind of weird. They look kind of broken on the plan. But, like, I was telling Caitlin, like, that's how they would have been in fucking 15th, uh, 17th century uh Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. I made 17th think, century cookies up in here. You think they had These pale cookies of the pale man. Granulated sugar and or, like, separated sugar. I can't believe they had um, powdered sugar back then. Like... They probably didn't. I feel like that's a deeper process. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they did. They did. They made shortbread cookies like this. Well, I mean... So they had to have powdered sugar at that time. Or they figured out a different way to do they it. They must have figured out how to powder the sugar. Yeah. In 1700. Relationship Reddit! Woo! <laughs> um, my... <laughs> my roommate 22F wants to raise pigeons in our new apartment. Please oh my god! Kind of an odd situation I, 21F, found myself in recently, but my roommate and I recently moved into an apartment in the city, and she's been talking about how she wants to uh, befriend pigeons and care for them in the apartment. At first I thought she was joking, however it turns out she's actually kind of serious about this. We met through a mutual friend and it... Mutual friend. Mutual. Uh, <laughs> I know. Mutual. It's, <laughs> it's a cow. Uh, and I have... <laughs> it hasn't been too long since we've been living together... About a week. I've definitely told her, no, we're not having pigeons whatsoever. But she argues that it's human's fault that pigeons are dependent on us and that we need to, quote, save them. I've told her that pigeons are dependent on cities, but not necessarily day-to-day human care. They do perfectly fine outside as it is, and realistically, the amount of space, poop uh, to clean, chirps, and every other responsibility she'd have to think about when it comes to raising animals. Plus, we'd have to pay extra rent, which I'm not willing to do. I'm not sure if it got through to her and this fantasy of raising a cage of pigeons in her room. But it's really frustrating to even have to explain this to someone. I've honestly never had this problem before. And it's uh, baffling that she wants to bring these birds into an apartment thinking that we have the resources to even properly care for any. It seems like she has this, quote, Disney princess fantasy about befriending city birds. My roommate can do... Whatever she wants outside, just not bringing any wild animals captive into the house. Either way, it's been one of the weirdest discussions slash arguments to have with the roommate so far. I've been knocking over pretzel bits she's been leaving on the window ledge in an attempt to lure pigeons into our room. But oh boy, it's like talking to a child and I did not sign up for this. Are there any thoughts or advice on how I could deal with this TLDR? My roommate wants a cage of city pigeons in our apartment and I need to convince her absolutely not. Um... The absolutely not is in scare quotes, by the way. Okay. So she's... <laughs> I'm going to be a little oh, biased. Is... 
There is an update, so let's okay. read that before. Okay. Update. I talked to her, to her again today, and it seems that her dreams of having wild birds in the apartment has died down. But just in case, I'll be actively convincing my roommate that if she makes such suggestions and making sure that no wild animal makes it into the apartment, thanks for all the helpful comments. That kind of tampers it down a little bit. But... Here's... That also does sound like walking it back. Um, but she still wants My to advice. I'm going to be biased in this advice because I hate birds. Um, birds are bad. Birds are gross. Uh, birds are not The lima beans of the air, I will say. Birds are not lima beans. They are more like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are good, though. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, what's a really gross food? Celery that's not cooked. Raw celery. Raw they are the raw celery, celery of the sky. Yeah. <laughs> they are the raw celery. And, um... Yeah, I'm shocked she's still living with her. I'm glad that the dream has died down. I'm glad she talked to her, because I definitely think you really would have to give her an ultimatum. And um, that ultimatum would be, you either do no birds or I leave the apartment. And I think it's okay for you to leave that situation, you know? Like, I, you shouldn't have to be having to stress. I know it's kind of fun to move in with your best friend and, like, be like, best friends in the city, woo! You know, like, it's like the dream, probably, when you're 21. Um, but, yeah, make a new best friend. And <laughs> there's lots of people out there that don't want birds in their house. I'm being one of them. <laughs> I, um... I feel like if it was, like... A different animal I would probably be saying different advice I'd probably be telling you you're being a little baby so stop being so butthurt but it's it's a bird and I it's I funny um, I can't I'm with her I cannot ever since you said bestie in the city or whatever the apartment thing mm-hmm. all I can think of because there was a TikTok this week um, that informs so much of our judgment uh, I, I keep <laughs> keep returning to that well there was a TikTok about how um, there was like a, a, a Sex in the City episode where Carrie breaks up with someone because they're ADD um, and just how 90s moment that was. And so once you said that, that Bessie's in the City thing, all I can think about is like Carrie and the gals meeting this girl in real life that, that has pigeons in their apartment and just that entire like I have this Sex in the City theme song playing right now. They would be like I, I wear the, pigeons. I have I don't Sarah have Jessica pigeons. Parker's voice over in the background like <laughs> First off, how? Sarah <laughs> Carrie, Carrie would not say that. Okay? Sarah Jessica Parker's would not be in admitting it. The person who would be admitting it would be Miranda. She would be the one to be like, why? Like, why do you? Well, and, and just the discussion that they would and have about like, that. And she's like, to wear? Or, or <laughs> like, that's what she one of would them say. would bring. One of them would bring it as a topic to the table. It would be and Miranda. They, they would talk about it, and one or is it Samantha? I, don't know. I, don't know. I think it'd be Samantha. I don't know the humors of the table. Yeah, anymore, I think it's Samantha. Sorry, guys, I messed it um, up. It would be Samantha. But uh, Miranda would definitely argue against it i'm sure but like no i i just miranda's I, the lawyer samantha's to, the sex to queen. get into the serious topic of of this situation again i i i it, it's true like I, I i um i think you learn a lot about your friends when you when you move in with them like that you i understand never having before. a dream um 
but a dream of birds is just not the dream for me. I and think also, I, like she says in the post, like I think there's this misguided notion that like we have done pigeons a, a disservice by a like human society or something. I love that. I, I love how she thinks pigeons are really dependent on people. Well, and I think they're just such a city. I think she should be a bird lady. They're just and such go a out city to the park thing. And feed it. Like I think they they've they've emerged. I don't know how how I don't know how evolution. I know they stay in the city. I don't know how evolution works is the thing I was about to say. Oh. But like I think they do have kind of like like there's something about their nature as their bird that has like benefits like osmosis I don't know. From, like, how the cities work. I feel like they're like seagulls at the beach. Yeah. Their natural habitat is the city. Yeah. Because they can get a lot of breadcrumbs, and they're a breadcrumb society. And And I just don't think that they, that that same evolution, I don't think it works in a a tiny apartment. I don't think Um, anything with animals works in a tiny apartment. That's true. I hope you're in New York City because, oh my God, if you're in like <laughs> Chicago or Austin, I'd be like. That's yeah. true. Like, I, 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 there is a lot of like animals don't really work in apartments, but especially birds. Like, birds need. First off, they chirp. Space. And yeah, they're gross. They talk all the loud, time. Annoying animals. There's a reason why that song is Pick a Little, Talk a Little. Pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. Talk a lot. Pick a little more. You know what I mean? Like, they're... <laughs> because the women are mimicking chickens who are talking at the same time. Um, that's fun, though. I, I Yeah, I yeah. definitely... I, I think um, if you want to have pigeons, get a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. This is the, if you're going to be that pigeon this. lady uh, or that, that pigeon is... man... Or pigeon whatever. Not I didn't even think of pigeon lady from fucking... <laughs> Mary Poppins? Home Alone 2 is where I oh, went. Yeah. Oh, Home Alone 2 too. Yeah. Both of those. Great places. The bird people. There's also Jungle 2 Jungle. Yeah. Um... <laughs> any of the bird people in any of the bird movies. Um, uh, no. You really have to... If you want to be pigeon lady... We do lady, not need to... Feed the birds. If you want to be pigeon lady, you like can. they said, Toppin's bag. It costs money. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be. You have to accept your like be a solitary person, and that comes with costs. But you know, such is life. If you want to have birds, um, that's your business. Find and, your bird uh, people and yeah. disclose it up front before you move. That on. should be on your um, resume. <laughs> For your friend, your roommate resume. Your roommate resume. Birds, birds, birds. I'm a bird person. <laughs> Rick and Morty reference before anybody. Uh, <laughs> I've, I feel like I've never really met a real bird person, like someone who's Same. just like, I love birds. Yeah, that is such a rare trait. I always watch John Tron. John Tron has birds. Um. Well, he has no. He has birds. Plural. That's right. I don't know if he still does. But when he was starting out, he had um, Jock. Cool. You watch John Tron. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I like John Tron. Yeah. But I'm like, still. <laughs> he also has become gross in, in, in years past, so. Um, yeah. Like, he advocated. He... Oh. That's our cue. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I said alarm to wake me up for um. work. <laughs> Oh, is it almost that time? It is almost yeah. that time. So, uh, while we have you, uh, by bended knee, um, 
don't know what I meant. <laughs> Kneel before us, audience. We will tell you. Oh my you god, don't say things. that, people. I'm going to knight you. Um, no. Uh, you are hereby knighted to go check out our Twitter account uh, at Chill Netflix Pod on Twitter. Uh, I am at FT Baines. I'm at Insta Um And uh, go listen to some other uh, podcasts. Um, there are uh, a few of them. Uh, Pick Six Picks is our, our friend's podcast. Uh, my Brother, My Brother and Me. Uh, Good Christian Fun. Um, I was telling Caitlin the other night, uh, Why Our Dads is a great podcast. that just changed their name to You Are Good. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that. Nice. Um, I, uh, I, yeah. Go um, watch Hoarders. Go uh, go for a walk. Yeah, get outside, guys. Uh, it's sunny outside where we are, which is a rare thing for... Uh, we've been hiking. Fucking uh, thunderstorm season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been out, out and about uh, lately. Um, go... Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> go have fun. That's what life is about right now. Just, yeah. you know, we're back to normal a little bit. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, stand up. If you did kneel, uh, stand up. Uh, and uh, are you uh, still watching? Because we are. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>